hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. My muscle tough is the hustle, the numbers is just that. <laughs> and I'ma keep winning and sit back. I love the feeling of killing them with that. Attacking the process, tackling topics, master synopsis. That's the residual impact, yeah. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jermichael Moore. And it's your man, Brandon Geo, and, and we, we are, are the Residual Impact, Impact Podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And apply it to their communities. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back for another one. Consistency is key, my brother. And another one. Yeah, Yo, man. no days off this time. We got to do it, man. Come on. It's only, right. it's only way we're going to grow. Yes, sir. But, uh, you know, I got to start off by asking, man, how, how was your week this week, my brother? Yo, the week was straight. Can't complain. You know, I've been putting in a lot of work at the job, man. Because mm-hmm. tis the season, right? To be jolly. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people will call me a Grinch because I don't really celebrate Christmas. Oh, but, 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 you know, I've been putting in overtime at work mm-hmm. because of the holidays. And, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was a chill week, you know. Mm-hmm. Got Saturday off. I mean, I typically don't work Saturdays, but lately I have been going in on Saturdays to make some extra cash. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. One of these days, eventually, we will not have to exchange our time for money. That's true. This is very true. Or put it like this. We ain't going to have to work because we got to. We can work because we want to. Bet. I like that, that right that's, there. That's what it's going to be. That's the goal. That is the goal. I think that should be the goal for everyone. It should. But uh, the way I was taught, or the way I was told by certain people on these internets, the interwebs, <laughs> um, some people say that, yo, not everybody's meant to be a boss. And I understand that. I agree. Not That's everybody's true. meant to That's true. work for themselves or have their own business or have their own ways of making money in their sleep, whatever. Some people like getting up and going to a job. That's true. You know, uh, kudos to them because that ain't me. Yeah. For me, I think it's just going to be like, I just want to get to a point where it's like, if I don't want to go and do some work, I can go and just enjoy myself with something that I want to do. Like, Yo, that's a fact. You know, I think that's, for me, that's that's what I want. If I want to go mentor some people, I can mentor some people. If I want to go talk to some people, I can go talk to some people. If I just want to chill out, play the game, you know, chill out, go spend time with my wife. Right. Like, we can do that. You know, ain't got to be stuck to a time clock. For real. So, But, you know, that's besides the point. How is. was your week? Oh, man, the week was great. You know, around this time, it's, it's always feels good to, to see everybody in such a cheer. Um, happy. Well, I was about to say happy. I apologize. Merry Christmas to everyone. And um, I do hope that everyone has a, has a great Christmas. I know that uh, all my essential workers, nurses, Doctors and all that, they get into that bag right now, especially working during this time. Yo, for real. Um, but uh, I think they work in the extra long hours. And speaking of, mm-hmm. now I know these aren't really doctors or nurses. I mean, not really, but these aren't doctors or nurses that I'm about to shout out. But mm-hmm. shout out to all of the delivery drivers, oh, all of the warehouse workers man. who work around the clock Especially during this time of year, man, for real, for because real. I'm one of them, boys. <laughs> because I'm one of them, so this is the time of year where yeah. my coworkers and I 
We are busting our tails to get all the packages through the warehouse, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But, yo, like, they're making sure, like, especially the drivers and everybody, of course, behind the scenes is making sure that these packages are getting to everybody who they're supposed to be going to in a timely manner. Yeah. So. That's true. Shout out to all of y'all. Yeah, well, they don't get enough recognition because around this time, brother, it's probably hectic as a mug. Like in warehouses and these places trying to deliver and people be wanting their packages and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get it before Christmas and people get mad. So shout out to y'all. Y'all appreciate it. For real. But you know one person or one type of person that I'm not going to shout out? Who that? Uh, the people that be stealing packages when they arrive at the door. Man, what's wrong with them? I don't know what's up with these people. And it seems like it just, it just happens every season. Like, why are you hating on somebody's package? Like... I mean, I'm, I'm sure whoever came up with the concept of a of a doorbell camera mm-hmm. or a door cam, you know, had to have had a few packages stolen from their porch Possibly. at one point. Possibly. Thank God nobody's ever taken a package from my property mm-hmm. before. And I, I pray that that never happens. But I have seen countless videos online about people walking up to other people's doorsteps and taking packages. Oh, most definitely. Some people don't got the strap pulled out on them. True. My thing is this is like, bro. What if you sitting there taking packages and it's like a wig? What like, what was your was that your goal? Probably not. But uh, the wigs be going for bank. Yeah, they they do. I you could, you could definitely flip a wig. They they do. But I'm just saying, like, how do you how do you know what's in the package that is worth your time, or if that's just what you do? Like, maybe you going through a neighborhood just snatching them. I I don't know. I'm sure people don't know. Um, they just they just go in to snatch them just because like uh, one thing that came to mind when when you just mentioned that was uh, Friday after next. Mm-hmm. You, you remember that movie? Yeah, most definitely. Ricky Smiley played the the thief. Yeah, going through the neighborhood dressed as Santa Claus, stealing everybody's packages. Oh yeah, most definitely. I remember that. <laughs> so yeah, he's going through just just robbing everybody. <laughs> yep. And then when Craig and Day Day got him and they was chasing after him, and he ran into the house with uh, the them gangsters, yeah. the thugs. And they beat his ass. Bruh, like, come on now. Like, then, oh my gosh. But then it's just like, bro, that stuff going to come back on you. Yeah. Like, it's going to come back on you. So, please, stop stealing people's packages. Bruh, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you, man. Uh-uh. Don't put your hands on other people's stuff. Yeah. Before somebody put their hands on you. I'm saying, brother. But you already know, too, though, man. Uh, It's it's, it's getting closer to that, that new year. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that time. It is that time. So, hey man, what's 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 new? What's gonna be new? Is it gonna be new? This man's about to be another year older. Yeah, that's true. In about two and a half weeks. That is true. So how you how you I mean, how you feel about that? Like I mean you know what? I was gonna say that I, I feel okay about it mm-hmm. because I mean it's just like okay, we think about getting older and it's just like Dak, this year flew by so fast, mm-hmm. right? But, as I always say, every day above ground is a good day. Yes, sir. I know people who haven't made it to age 33. Mm. Lord willing, I can make it, you know, to see my 33rd birthday and then many, many more after that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a blessing. I can't complain. That's real talk. That's real talk. Hey, man. Well, you know, when the time comes, I I hope that you have a great birthday. Hope you enjoy it to the fullest, you know, uh, whatever you do. Thank you. you. Hopefully I'm invited and hopefully I can make it out to whatever it is. 
Um, hopefully, he, you give away some money to everyone that's around you. Why would I do that? I don't know. Maybe you're just gonna feel generous. Maybe no, gonna, no, 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 no. On my birthday, people are supposed to give me money. Hey, maybe you, maybe you're gonna be so abundantly that you know, you know what? I'm gonna bless everybody around me this year. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking something into existence. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Especially not this upcoming year. I ain't got it like that. And even when I do have it like that, y'all still gonna be supplying me with the bread. Hey man, understand? You know, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying, brother. I don't know. But hey, speaking of you know being blessed in the world and all this money, guess what is about to be introduced to this new year? To this new well, it's already here. I ain't even gonna be just in the new year. Um, virtual reality. Really? Yes. Uh. This is about to blow up, B. Um, right now, I think it's in its infant stage. I think it's in the place where, like, you remember when, like, Bitcoin first started? People yeah. were like, nah, I don't really know about that stuff. You got some people that get in it early. Mm -hmm. You got some people that right now that's just like, I don't really trust that. You got some things where it's too expensive. So it's in that space. It's starting to go down. But, man, I really do see this thing getting ready to take off. And I believe it. I think it's some real big pros and cons to it. I see a lot of people right now on on Instagram with Oculus devices. They yep. they selling them. Some people giving them away. Mm -hmm. um, and I also saw like Nike had a deal with the metaverse. Right? Mm -hmm. They they struck a deal to to be able to buy and sell Nike products in the metaverse. Price went up. Oh, we talking about fake product essentially. Yeah. But they going to make money off of that product. And it's crazy. You can't even touch it. Nope. But you can touch it. And you know I love my sneakers. You know I love my sneakers. Mm -hmm. If I can't see, like, if I can't get a pair of kicks in my hand to put on my feet, mm -hmm. I don't want to buy it. Mm -hmm. But if I get heavily invested into this virtual reality stuff that's about to hit us, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I want my avatar to look fly. That's fly as me, you feel me? Cause you know I stay fresh. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Got the Adidas tracksuit on the date, and you know I had to have matching Adidas on me. No, you understand? Could have had some Nikes on. No, <laughs> who wears Nike? Listen, about a week ago, so I remember I was I was uh, at work, mm -hmm. and I saw this one cat. He had on Adidas track pants, and I looked at the feet. I'm like, okay, well I know we at work. So he ain't really caring about matching, but the dude had on some Nike Air Max 95s. Gotta meet that brother. That brother knows what he's doing. Now. No, he don't. That brother knows what he's Stop doing. Stop wearing Nikes with Adidas and that, vice versa. That brother is living free. <laughs> Not addressing to this, conforming to this code. <laughs> Gotta meet that brother. Stop wearing Nikes with Adidas. Gotta meet that brother. Cut it out, man. But yes, man, you know, this thing that is happening, I do see... See, like, I'm with you on it, right? So the pros and the cons. I want to invest into it as well because right. it's definitely going to be something that's going to grow. But then it's like investing into it as well. It's like the con about it is I heard this one guy speak about it, right? He's, he's one of those people who's early into it. Mm -hmm. He says the problem that he sees with this is that he believes that this virtual reality space that is coming is going to make the real world boring. He was like, when everything you do in the virtual reality world, it's it's just like it's on a whole nother level. And he feels like when you get into reality, people are gonna be more disengaged. So now let's think about this. Right. Look at social media. I was just about to say, bruh. Everywhere we go, 
right? You can't see people just chilling, having conversations with other people. Especially, I think we mentioned this on our social media episode. Uh-huh. You go out to dinner, every single person is at the table with their phones out. Yep. Now, I understand in this time, like this day and age, a lot of restaurants don't have physical menus anymore. They they have you using like the QR codes. You gotta yep. you gotta pull up the menu on your phone. I yep. get that. But I remember one time I sent you this video of somebody on Instagram. Like they had their Instagram story. It was a bunch of women. No offense to the ladies out there, but it was a bunch of women, a bunch of young women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On their phones around the entire table. And of course, one woman had their phone, like she had her phone recording everybody else around the table on their phone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, every single one of you ladies is on your phone. Mm -hmm. The food was in front of you. So I know you weren't looking at the menu. Yep. So come on now. Y'all can't just sit there and enjoy time with each other. Now with this virtual reality stuff, boy. You're you're talking about now, not just a, an app that you pull up to you know uh, disengage from the world for a little bit, and that's taking that takes your time you know just looking at some videos. We're talking now a whole different world. Like yeah. this thing is covering your whole eyes, your whole you know everything. You're you're seeing something completely different from the real world, and it is virtual, so they can put anything. They want inside of it, man. So, come on now. That's... That reminds me of the movie Ready Player One. Have you seen it? No. Boy, I would tell you when you get a chance, just watch it. I'm not gonna ruin anything. Just like I could ruin Spider Man. Don't do it. No way home. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> but, but I will say, definitely at the beginning of the movie, you see the real world that people are living in. It takes place in like a, a dystopian future where literally like um, everybody kind of lives in pretty much a wooden shack like stacked on top of each other. Like houses, like many houses, many wooden shacks. I like guess the best way I can describe it. It's not really a wooden shack, but it looks mm-hmm. like it. Stacked on top of each other, like mm-hmm. levels and levels of these wooden shacks and they're all connected by ladders, no stairs. So to get downstairs, you either have to drop down, like rappelling off the uh, off of your house with a rope or something. Like some people build contraptions to where they can just grab the rope and it's connected to a pulley and they slide down to get to the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. Or you got to walk down all the ladders. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is everybody is connected through virtual reality. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter to them what the real world looks like. Their main focus is being able to hop into VR at any moment. Yeah. Like you said, old boy's talking about the way things are going. The real world is going to look boring. Yep. And I, I, I really, I really hope we don't get to a point to where our living conditions are like so cramped and we're on one, one another. We're on top of one another like that, living in crowded areas and not really caring about that because all we care about is VR. That's the scary part, bro. Because you got all these big companies that already, you got, you got to think about it. They already know how social media affects us. Mm-hmm. They, they literally, um, that is how they make their money. They, they know these. They know certain things of what will get people addicted. What will uh, they, they find uh, useful, you know? So, and then we find out about them later once we already in it. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of scary because they're investing into it now, hoping that in the future 
that these people get addicted to it. And it's just gonna be it's on another level. Like that's a drug, right? We we can agree that social media is a drug. Now, right now, they are in the works of another drug that is a little bit stronger than the last drug. Bro, this is definitely taking social media to another level. Man, what? Like, we can already connect with somebody on the other side of the world and have conversations with them through text, video chats, whatever. Now, just imagine, Hmm. like, again, back to the movie, Ready Player One. Like, you can be anybody you want to be. You can be any superhero. You can be any movie character. Yep. You can drive any car. You can go anywhere that you want to go. Yep. And see, that's it is so it's so hard because I see so many benefits from this. I see so many good things. Like, bro, imagine you know we want Ferraris, right? Imagine mm. being able to get into a Ferrari to see how the inside is, to drive it, to you know to feel something of it before we actually get it. Like, imagine that. That's so cool. Yeah. But it's scary because, on the other hand, we can get so addicted to that that we forget about the real world. And it's not even like, I don't even know how that could feel, man. Because, like, me personally, when I get my Ferrari, I'm going to drop the top on that hoe. Bruh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just going to feel the wind blowing through my hair. Yeah. Right? Y'all can't see my hair right now because I'm in desperate need of a cut. But I will get one before New Year hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during the next episode, you'll see. Um, but yeah, feel the wind just blowing through my head. You feel me? Yes, sir. And uh, I can't do that in the metaverse, man. Uh, you can't. Well, so, hold on now. What, unless I have a giant fan in front of me? Uh, Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. But you got to think about it like this. So when they come out with this, you're, you're going to have different entities that pop up. That people are gonna find like, okay, this is this is the new wave. Let me create a whole studio to where people can be fully immersed and have the full effect of this while they're in the studio. So might be some wind in there blowing so you can feel it. It might they might have something to where you can have like pressure points that makes it the more virtual reality get a real feel to it. Jeez. If I can think of that right now and I ain't even in the space yet, come on now, you already know some people working on that. You're right. So, I, that's why this thing is dangerous, brother. I'm scared of it, but I, I'm excited for it at the same time. Because I ain't going to lie. I want to try one. The one I'm looking at right now is probably like, it's like $4,000. I'm not getting it right now. Mm-hmm. But just seeing some of the stuff you can do, it's like, it's like watch, like you've seen in the movie Iron Man. Like, literally, the way he was able to control some of this stuff, literally, that's what you can do. That is so cool. But I'm scared. The only thing that I can see as a bonus for this, and this is coming from the gamer within me, mm-hmm. is it's going to take video games to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. Right? You already have PlayStation VR and stuff God. like that, right? Yeah. To where you can experience certain games mm-hmm. um, in virtual reality. Yeah. Like the Resident Evil franchise. That's one of my favorite video game franchises ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Resident Evil 7 came out, they made sure that they made a version mm-hmm. for PlayStation VR. Now with that, I wasn't going to try it because of course Resident Evil is a horror video game series. Yeah. And I don't need nothing popping up out, yeah. you know, popping up at me yeah. while I got VR goggles on and I, I'm just like immersed in that world. Right into the walls and stuff. Right. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. That's real talk. But 
I mean, I've, I've already seen some applications to where, well, some machines built to where, like, if you're playing a video game like Call of Duty, you're, like, attached to a harness and yeah. you have, like, like, a treadmill under you or something like that. Yeah. You can really run around and move around wherever you move, the machine moves. Yep. And you, you feel like you're in the game. Yep. When you duck or you crouch, your character crouches. Yep. And stuff like that. I'm like, yo. Yep. That's crazy. It is. That makes me think. Only I, I've done something close to that. Just uh, you know, like Dave and Buster's and all that. Yeah. They have like the like little mini little roller coaster, but it's not a real roller coaster. It's mm. you're sitting down in a seat with some VR goggles on or mm. a VR headset, and you. It feels like you're going through a jungle. I mean, they got you in a seat and make you lean forward when you're going down. It's like you feel like you're almost about to fall. Right. And it's just like, bro, you got a headset on. You know you got a headset on, but it don't feel like it almost. And Jeez. it is in a, such an early stage. So, oh, man, this is um going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Yes <sighs> and no. I mean... It's like gone are the days where kids go outside and play. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Everybody's like, because you think about it, even in today's society, kids are given tablets at age two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though those aren't really good for kids, they're not good for people in general because all this tech, think about all the radiation that it, it emits. Oh, we don't think about that at all. Bluetooth, stuff like that. All of that's coming at us. Don't think about that at all. You know? So imagine what it's doing to kids, what it's doing to infants, toddlers. And stuff like that. So mm, that makes me think. Like instead of kids going to meet up to go outside and play, they're going to meet up to go online. Like, yo, I see you when I get to the crib. I'm gonna get online and go meet you in the park. Cause you know, right. like we in the NBA games, that's what you do. You go meet in the park instead of actually going to meet. But pretty much, that's they, what kids are doing now. Like, yo, let me hop on 2K real quick. Yo, you able to get on? Yeah. Everybody hop on 2K. Everybody hop in the Call of Duty. Yep. I mean, it's even like, look at Warzone. Yeah. Call of Duty Warzone. Everybody just jumping on Warzone together. That's true. That's an amazing game, by the way. Amazing. <laughs> but everybody jumping on Warzone together, doing duos, yeah. quads. Yep. Everybody playing on a team, taking the enemy team out. You just roaming the, the free world. Yep. That's where the future's going. And it's crazy to me. It is. It is. And I just think... We got to be aware of it now. I think for us, growing up in the time period that we grew up in, growing kind of without this technology that we have today, it puts us at a little bit of an advantage because yeah. we know what it's like to not have it. But the generation that's been raised in it, that's going to be tough. It's going to be different. I think that's what we got to be. We got to be <laughs> cognizant of. Bro, I just thought about it. Like, I learned how to ride a bike pretty late in life like i started of course i started early i think around four Mm -hmm. with training wheels and all of that but i remember i didn't fully learn how to ride a bike and this was my fault of course like i just i fell too many times as a kid i got scared of it you know normal kid stuff i guess but i didn't fully learn how to ride a bike without training wheels until i was in the third or the fourth grade Mm. and just imagine how many kids are going to learn how to ride a bike later in life if they ever do learn how to ride a bike? Of course. With all this tech out, all this technology, all this VR. Yeah. Like, yo, you can ride a motorcycle in the metaverse. Why would you 
worry about riding a bike in real life. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. And it doesn't, it, I mean, it, it doesn't help either because it's like if you look at it, a lot of times they tell people to get these jobs in these tech companies because they are the ones that really pay right now. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost kind of like everything is gearing towards this. You know, it, they make it, they make everything around anything with tech be the highest paid or one of the highest paid things so that, hey, you should learn coding. You should learn something with this and that because that's the hottest thing. But then again, it's ultimately just feeding more of these things that are also are hurting us. It's taking us away from reality. Right. Um. <sighs> <sighs> hate to make another Matrix uh, uh, reference, but for real, that's pretty much what it's gonna be. Yeah, and I think the Matrix, if I'm not mistaken, it came out. Came out on the 22nd. Yeah. So as uh, of this recording, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, me too. Most definitely. Uh, we gotta go see that. It might be some stuff we need to see in there. Yo, for <laughs> real. <laughs> For real, it might be crazy. telling us something. It might be. I, I had to catch up. I watched all the previous Ma- uh, Matrix movies, man. Really? Yeah, the original uh, Matrix Resurrections, Matrix Revolutions, and even the Animatrix. Wow. Yeah. Some crazy stuff in all of them? Of course. You know, I'm just like, I had to prepare for the new one, so I'm just like, you know, let me let me catch up. Let me refresh my memory, because the original joint came out in 99. That's wild. And I'm telling my age right now, but I was in the fifth grade when that movie dropped. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Man, and it's a classic today. Right. That was really really a good movie. We just didn't know that uh, that's where we were going. Boy. Think, think about that. <laughs> we didn't know that that's who we were headed at. Yo. Like I, I saw um somebody was talking about how like robots have the ability to uh reproduce now. Have you heard about that? No. Yo, there were some robots that were created recently who have the ability, or that, not who, but that have the ability to reproduce. Reproduce what? You you gonna have to look it up. Like I I, I didn't look too much into it. What? I just somebody told me, and I tried. To, I looked it up online a little bit, and I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." What they gonna reproduce? I don't know, but we are heading into Terminator stuff. We are heading into some Matrix stuff. All of this stuff, like it's it's all tied in together, yo. My I put my tinfoil hat on, my conspiracy <laughs> theory hat, and I'm like, yo, oh it's about gosh. to be a rise of the machines, man. Skynet oh is about to attack gosh. everybody. You understand? And it's so bad because it's like you want to invest into it because you know it's gonna make you some money. But then you think about it and it's like, what are we truly investing in? Oh my God. Because if we're investing into our eventual demise. Oh. Now, now take, take this all with a grain of salt. Like, I'm really yeah, yeah. just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But not really. But not. It's coming for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming though. If you've seen any of the Terminator movies, if you've seen yeah. the Matrix movies, like, yo. Yeah. I robot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Yo, I'm just it's it's kind of neat, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of exciting to see where the future is going because like all this stuff is innovative and new. Mm-hmm. And this is only stuff that we've been able to see in movies. Right. But at the same time, it's scary. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So I think I <laughs> The most important thing that we can do, because it's coming, regardless of the matter is, 
people are creating this stuff. You have private companies that are investing into it now. All of this stuff is coming. I just think the most important thing to do is just to be aware of, you know, the good side, but also let's not, let's, you know, seeing the effects of social media, like now let's just take precautions into what you're getting into right? so that you can like not allow the things just to use you, you know, just use the thing, but don't let it use you. Thanks. So, Lord have mercy. I'm going to pray for the future. <laughs> <laughs> not for real. Otherwise, man. the machines will rise. <laughs> they will rise. I got to look up that crazy thing, though. That's I don't even know how to think about that one right now. Hey, when you find it, just know where you heard it first. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, speaking of, you know, reality, um, let's talk about relationships. Reality versus relationships. Ooh. Could that be the title? Is that a key? I think that could be almost the title. Oh. Reality, reality versus, versus relationships. relationships. I don't know. Just saying. Hmm. Because make sure you make note of that. You're right, Mr. my brother. Editor. You're right, my brother. Um, so one of the things that I know, so we, we oftentimes we talked about um the reality, you know, virtual reality world. So speaking of virtual reality, you know. I think just as much as we talk about virtual reality, we got to get into reality of relationships and what relationships really are, what they really mean, and the importance of them, um, especially when it comes to business. Mm. Y'all, y'all know we, the purpose of this channel is so that we can impact the community, so that we can pour into y'all and give y'all things that you may have not been thinking of and then take it to the people that's around you and do the same thing and that we create the cycle going. First. You know, and today I think that relationships is a topic that we need to talk about more of. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've learned over time, B, is that I look at relationships now almost like currency. Mm-hmm. If you can build a good relationship with somebody, that can truly almost like take you as far as me giving you a hundred million dollars, me knowing you. Is almost that same thing. Me building a relationship with you can take me just as far as somebody just giving you that money or doing that for you. Now, if it wasn't you, mm-hmm. I would say just give me the hundred million and I'm out. <laughs> but because it is you, mm-hmm. I know that the two of us are gonna collectively together make way more. Come on, B. Than a hundred million. Come on, man. Let's with speak this it. with this enterprise that we are building here. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that's real talk. That's real talk. So I think as we as you go about your day to day, right? I don't care what it is that you do. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you're working in a warehouse. I don't care if you are cleaning somebody's house. No matter where you are, try to find a way to find value into people that are around you. Because you never know what where that can take you. Right. Um, you know, for me, y'all, those of y'all that know me, y'all know that uh, I I work in a juice bar, right? So I get the opportunity to meet a lot of different people, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't have the typical kind of like, like I can talk to people a little bit more, you know. And I've it's not really like always the longest conversation, but I make I make the most out of the conversation, right? And I have met so many people. Yo, and all I do is serve them just juice and, and like smoothies and stuff, right? Right. But 
just through that that small means of contact, right? I have built relationships with people that have brought me into rooms that I ain't supposed to be in. Just mm. just putting it like that. Like, um, I've been into a room, right, where I didn't even know these people were, they were CEOs of a tech company. And all I did was just be kind to them every day, talk to them, have meaningful conversations, give them great customer service. And then they ended up saying, hey, we just like the way that you do what you do and how you're always kind to us. We want to just bring you into our office and see if you can uh, see what we can almost do for you. Right. And it just it that's when it clicked to me like, whoa, bro, like you telling me just me doing this and over time just being kind to you, building a relationship with you, it can do this. Now, mind you, you have people that go through school for years and years, get out of school. They have to do all this paperwork and all this stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, apply and all this stuff just so they can hope to get to somebody close to HR to get close to them. To those type of people. But me, I'm just serving you a product. And that opens that door for me. How, how does that work, B? What is... I don't get it. Hey, man. Your access has been granted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just about connections, yo. Like, the saying goes, it's not always what you know, but who you know. That's a key. It is a key. And it's one of those things to where, like... Like you said, relationships can be seen as currency. Yeah. You just never know how beneficial someone can be to you mm-hmm. or how beneficial you can be to them. That's true. For example, at my job, I talk to so many different people who I meet and especially the people who I click with the most, I plug the podcast. Yeah. Like they know me as the podcast guy. I mean, they don't hey. really call me that, but sometimes some of the people... Like some of my coworkers, they they'll walk up to me and just be like, "Yo, like yo, I, I listened to your new episode or I watched your latest video and you you was dropping some gems in there, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Like I remember uh, one of my coworkers a few weeks ago, man. They 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 talked to me about um, when we mentioned Oscarville, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, underneath Lake Lanier. Yeah, he had no idea. Man said he lived here his whole life. Had never heard of Oscarville, Georgia. He was telling people around the job, like, yo, have you heard of Oscarville? And it's like, a lot of people didn't know. But because he heard me mention it, because he heard our discussion about the horrors of Lake Lanier and what lies beneath the lake Mm -hmm. and, and the past of what was Oscarville, Georgia, he looked it up. And he said that he had a conversation with his girl about it. She knew about it because her history teacher taught it, but it's not taught to everybody. Not not everybody knows. Mm. And even some people who do know, they'll still go swim in the lake, which mm. is... <laughs> it's a no-no, ladies and gentlemen. Stay away from the lake. Stay away from the lake. <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, like you said, man, again, relationships are currency. Like, just because you know certain people, you have access to certain things that you may have never known before. Yep. That's true. So, that's true. And I think that uh, if we begin to view it in this way, you know, don't, now when we say this too, don't just go out and just be looking at people like a meal ticket. Like, don't, yeah. don't just try to, like, yo, what can I get from you? 
Right. No, 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 no. That's that's not how you do. A lot of times what you do is you well, for me, I speak for myself is I try to always add value to people. And in return, a lot of times you get that value back, but sometimes it may even come back greater than what you even gave out. And Real I think talk. I mean, I think you can apply that to everybody. Like think about it even when we're children, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I can only speak for myself, you know, as a as a black man, but when I was a young black boy, who would I talk to in class the most? Like, especially like kindergarten, first grade, whatever. I would gravitate to everybody who looked like me. Right. I would talk to other young black boys. I would talk to other young black girls. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all look like me. Mm-hmm. We just had, we found out we had that thing in common. Not just our, our backgrounds, but, you know, even now as adults, we know that you and I will get certain references to, to our culture because that's our culture. Right. Music references, movie references, you know, and, and not even just between the two of us. Anybody else who has seen those movies or, or stuff like that, like they'll know. Mm-hmm. Just think about uh, the term invited to the cookout. Oh, you yeah. Know Pretty much every black person knows what it means to be invited to the cookout. Come on now. And a lot of us tend to invite everybody to the cookout when they don't even need to be there. That's true. But... We know what the phrase means. Mm-hmm. And we could say a lot of like crazy references to old black movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never forget. I was watching somebody's live on YouTube. Uh, I won't say the person's name, but um, she was talking about the whole Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's uh, preliminary trial that we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And one of the new pieces of evidence that was introduced at that time, mm-hmm. uh, one of the officers who took the stand said that uh, Meg heard Tori say, dance, bitch. What? Mm-hmm. Before she was shot, allegedly, mm-hmm. in her feet. Right. Um, so I say allegedly to all that stuff because, again, neither one of us were there. Nice. So we didn't hear anybody say dance, B. Or, you know, we didn't hear gunshots. None of that. We weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, the person who had the live stream and was covering that information, she was like, what is this, Harlem Nights? Mm. Have you seen the movie? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm so on the lady. Yeah, Della yeah. Reese. So when when uh, Eddie Murphy's character, Quick, had a gun out and... <laughs> yeah. We all know them. If we see in Harlem Nights, we know exactly what you know what that YouTuber was talking about. It's a cultural thing, you right. know what I'm saying? Well, definitely. So we get references and stuff like that. That's a part of relationships. That is, that is true. This is very true. So you can see that's just another way of how relationships are important for us. You know, uh, most definitely. You know, as far as us being fellow entrepreneurs. In entrepreneurship, this is very key. This is almost essential. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have good relationships. And the reason being is because, well, I'll say this quote first that somebody told me a long time ago. They said, if you want to do something fast, do it yourself. But if you want to go far, do it with a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes hand in hand with the people that you keep around, the relationships that you have. Um, and I have a, and this, I have a, like a real example of it because when I first started my landscaping business, 
I started by myself, of course. I didn't have no clients, no no properties, no nothing. But through Juice Bar, I met a guy who, over the years, I just served. And um, I didn't know initially that he owned his own business. And this guy, you know, when I told him what I was doing, just a casual conversation, he was like, hey, you know, you need any equipment. I was like, yeah, I need some equipment. This guy ended up funding, a, well, not funding, but he ended up wholesaling me about, I would say, about 80% of the equipment that I had mm. just through a relationship with him. Not only did he give me about 80% of my equipment, he started me off with properties that, you know, normally would take somebody who didn't know if they was just starting. It would take you a while. Like, I'm talking about, I'm doing businesses. Right. Like, you got you to gotta know people to go start some businesses. You got to go talk to them. I didn't have to go talk to nobody. I literally just knew him. And he put me on with there. So it can almost like fast track you yeah. to places. And, you know, I don't know if, if you had a, a similar experience, B, but, you know, that's one of my stories that, you know, I've seen happen in the power of a relationship. Um, I'm sure I have similar stories, but I can't think of any at the moment. Mm -hmm. However, I know some people who are real estate agents. And they mm. sell homes. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, once they work with a client, or if they don't even work with a the client, they'll ask for referrals. Ooh. No matter what. Like they they they'll ask for referrals because I mean, think about it. If if you have a realtor mm -hmm. and they sell you well, they, they help you find an amazing home, mm -hmm. right? You're happy, you're you're in your new place and you're like, wow, that was a great experience. What are you going to do? You're going to tell people about it. Yes, sir. So when your realtor asks for referrals, of course you're going to refer them. Yeah. You're going to refer people who are looking for new homes, new properties to acquire, and you're going to point them in the direction of the same person who helped you find your home. Mm. You know, speaking of real estate, man, you just made me think of something, right? So a lot of stuff, I got to I gotta shout out Juice Bar, man. Juice Bar done brought a lot to me, but I... I got the opportunity to go into my first million dollar home mm. because of having a relationship with somebody. Like uh, just knowing them over time and just just working my butt off and just always being kind to them and you know allowing my character to be shown, right? So the owners they they would they have like this, they had a million dollar home mm -hmm. and they happened to, um, they were moving and um, my name happened to come up. Like, you know, they know I hustle. Like they know I start any type of business. So at the time yeah. I, I started a moving business. <laughs> Tell me, did I really have a moving business? No, but nope. I guarantee I had one then. <laughs> came up with a title, came up with a team and everything, but they, they thought of me and I made it happen. But they ended up having a million dollar home, multi, actually a multi-million dollar home. I had never been in one before, right, B? Mm -hmm. But it was amazing because this is something I, I said, yo, one day I'm going to have a home like this. I would say this before I ever got into that home. But just by knowing them, it put me in a place where I was able to not only just envision one day having this home, I was immersed in one. I seen what it looks like to be in one. I seen what a neighborhood looks like. Like, and then... It's one thing about dreaming about something, but when you actually see it, when you actually can touch doors and touch rooms, and it's a different thing, and it sticks with you, and it impacts yeah. you in a different way. So I think that's just another way of where, you know, uh, first having a good character of a person, because people got to trust you first. Mm -hmm. They got to, you know, I'll often say that your character and your name goes ahead of you. 
it goes way in front of you because think about it, right? If somebody brings up your name in a conversation, you ain't in a room, they're going to go based on, well, B, you know, he, he's a good dude. He has a good character. He's, you know, he's, he's known for wanting to, like, break generational curses. He's known for wanting to help people and, you know, they'll, they'll say some good things about you. Right. You ain't there yet. But when you get there, they'll be like, okay, well, I know something about this guy. And it helps. So I think that's one of the important things to do and in, in, in letting you know that, hey, this can happen for you. You never know. You never know actually what can happen for you. So, work on your character. That is true, man. Um, and it reminds me of the phrase "your reputation precedes you." Ooh. So typically, like if you have a powerful reputation or a memorable reputation for all the right reasons, of course, mm-hmm. and you meet somebody new, if they've heard about you before, especially through somebody that you may know. Mm-hmm. They hit you with, a, oh, your reputation precedes you. Yeah, like, but you know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, nine times out of ten, it's gonna be good. Real talk. But you know, real talk. That's uh, that's that's definitely a bonus of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, like when it comes to relationships, nine times out of ten, when people hear the word relationship, they think about romance. Yeah. You know, they think about boyfriend and girlfriend. They think about husband and wife. Yeah. Something like that, you know? Um, in a sense of relationships, like you you see a relationship um, and it's something that I feel can take you from point A to point B. Uh, just think of the end of the word, ship. Hmm. What does a ship do? Gets you to point A to point B. Transports. Think about how many people, like before cars were ever invented, before planes were ever invented, before the Western Hemisphere was ever discovered, people got around using ships. Right. You know? And then one day, a group of people tried to find India so that they can get spices, and they landed on this continent. hmm You know? There were people here before, of course, but ships brought them to the quote-unquote new world. That they had no idea about. That's good. But, um, you know, ships can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But just like a ship, like I, I feel like a ship can also be a bridge. Not only can it take you from point A to point B, but it can also support you yep. in your endeavors. Yeah. And one thing you don't want to do to a lot of your relationships is burn them. Yes, sir. Because if you burn that bridge. Yes, sir. It's going to be hard yes, sir. to get back on the other side of that bridge. It's going to be hard to get in good graces yeah. with the other side. That's true. So just be careful, ladies and gentlemen, how you treat your ships out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made the mistake myself of burning some bridges, mm-hmm. burning some ships. Not intentional. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sure. Sometimes it might have been intentional, but other times it was just like, you know what? I had no idea, mm-hmm. you know, because people think differently. You just never know. Yeah. But... You know, whatever happens, happens, and life goes on. That's one thing I had to realize. Yeah, that's so. true. No, you you made a, you made a really good point as far as like don't burn your bridges because you never know. It makes me think of a quote somebody said: um, "Be uh, treat people good on your way up because you never know who you may need, or you never know who you may meet on your way back down, or who you may need on your way back down." Because mm. you gotta think about it in life. It's not going to be always an incline. It's, it's going to be a decline at one point in your life. Right. So if you've, if you've treated people bad on your way down, man, and they might be on their way back up, 
they might they might not forget that. And in return that could that could, you know, not work out for you in the end. So I think that's that's really important. Yeah. To always treat people good. But you know, like you say, everything ain't perfect. You know, right. we don't live in a perfect world. Situations do happen, but try to try your best to treat people fair, treat people good, you know, think of them as you would think of yourself and, mm-hmm. and treat them in that way. And I think ultimately that will also that will always help as far as you know your relationships and how they go. So, but it made me think of something too. Though. What up? You know, I think that it's important. You know, when we think about when we talk about relationships, right? We've been talking about it more so as a whole. But I think you got to have a relationship for each, like for different areas in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. So the people I met who who was in part of the tech company, right? Them ain't gonna be the same people that. When I'm going to work out, I'm gonna be trying to connect with them. <laughs> nah, they ain't gonna be the same thing. So I think it's important to, for the different things you have going on in your life to have different relationships. True. Now, let me put out this disclaimer. I ain't talking about going out there having 10, 12 women or going out there, you know, having a bunch of men, you know, having relationships like that. We ain't talking about that. No. But apparently, I mean, some of y'all, that's what y'all want. I ain't here Yo. to judge. I'm not here to judge either, but listen, I'm so sick and tired, bro. Not to call this man out, but I'm calling this man (laughs) future. What the heck is going on, my guy? I'm hearing rumors about this man being on like baby, baby number 13 or baby mama number 13. Like, I don't even know. I I don't. I think so. Allegedly. Allegedly. The last person who I heard he knocked up was a former scripper. Oh, okay. I ain't judging. You know? I mean... And it's like, you have to... Listen. I don't understand... Okay. there's There are statistics out there that pretty much prove, especially... I can't speak for every community, mm-hmm. but especially within the black community, right? Statistics out there that, that pretty much prove... That a majority of black men are single and childless, single as an unmarried, right? And a huge chunk of the children in our community are created by dudes like future. Like the small minority of men that so many women, and this is not a slight to women. But it, I just can't for the life of me figure out how a good amount of these women would openly look at a man who, sure, he has money, he has status, whatever. But he also has many kids with many different women. And they still would lie down with him unprotected. Now, if you think about, again, think about somebody like Future. And I know he's not the only one. We all know Future's not the only one. But he's the best example I can think of right now, right? Think about his first baby mama. All right, whatever happened, happened. Sure. Baby mama number two comes along. She might have known that he had a child with a different woman. All right, cool. Maybe she didn't know, right? Um, Whatever. She gets pregnant. Then you go on to baby mama number three. Now, baby mama number three might not have known about baby mama number two or number one, 
But then again, she might have known. But still, like in that perspective, like it's like, okay, you might not have been able to fault the first two ladies for having kids by him, especially not number one, because she didn't know how he was with children. But number two could have an idea of how he was with children. Number three definitely should have had that idea unless she was lied to or she completely didn't like she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Baby no baby mama number four, right? Baby mama number four, from what I've been told, was Sierra. Mm. And she knew that he had kids and he had different baby mamas. She knew, but still got pregnant by her. I understand in their situation, they were engaged. I get it. They were planning a life together, but things didn't work out. But at what point? Do some of these women look at this man, look at men like him, see the pattern that he just pretty much perpetuates when it comes to having multiple kids with multiple women and say, yo, that's not going to be me. I'm stepping back. I don't want no parts of that. Mm -hmm. Like at what point? I don't know. Maybe he got great game. (laughs) I really don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand that. Dog. I mean, it's it's not even so. I, I I can understand it. All right. It's not even so much about the game though. It's like even we talked about the baby and Danny Lay like weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? What is it that like? Did did she think that he had a great game? Possibly. Possibly. But she, I know for a fact she knew that he had kids with different women. Yeah, that's true. Another woman, Summer Walker. Right, Summer Walker with London on the track. She also knew that he had different kids with different women. She knew. And some of the baby mamas, the the previous baby mamas warned her about the situation that they were in. They warned her not to get in the same position. And she, in her mind at the time, from what I've witnessed, from what I've seen as, you know, these events unfolded, she was like, yo, you know, it's not what happened to me, blah, blah, blah. That was y'all's situation. It won't be me. The two of them, I believe, were also engaged to be married. But look what happened to them. She's with a whole new man, right? Yeah. And he's getting paid off her. You know, London on the Tracks getting paid off of her album that she wrote entirely about him because he helped with the production. So no matter what, he's still getting money off of her. But still, it's like a lot of these women, again, not all. But these women in these situations, they know what they're getting into. Yeah. And they still do it. Now, that's the power of these relationships. Like, it just makes you blind to a lot of things. Yeah. Makes you blind. That's true. That is true. I think that's why it's important to uh, take your time. I think time, time and patience is a key factor then. So that you you know, and you you'll know how to well. Hopefully, you'll know how to proceed. You know, once you once you kind of see some things, and I don't know, I, it does make you blind. I've I think I know I've had that situation to where it's like you only kind of see what you want to see, right? And you'll turn a side eye to something because you feel that it's worth it. And um, I, I think that's another thing you got to find the worth in it. For you, and uh, I don't know. For their situation, I can't. I can't really explain it. I, 
I feel for them. I don't want nobody to be just a baby moms. Me either. I, I know stuff happens though, but I think that's one of the things that it, it just takes. You gotta you gotta be patient. You gotta take your time and, and see who somebody is and you know. Ugh. And and I get it, man. Sometimes it can be easier said than done. Yeah. And I'm not saying that these men are like completely inexcusable because they know what they're doing. Yeah. But it's just like, yo. I think uh, there was a post that I saw online. Chris Brown is supposedly expecting his third child by his third baby mama, too. Yeah. You know, I did see a recent interview from Future. And uh, I didn't see the whole interview. I just only saw a clip. And he talked about, he said he never, he didn't get the proper example growing up. And he was like, he never saw any anybody bringing his mom flowers before, so he didn't know about this stuff. He didn't see, a, I'm guessing, a long-term relationship with his mom and dad growing up. And, you know, he was like, so as he goes through these different situationships that he has, he said he learns from them. So in that case, it's like maybe, unfortunately, it was a cycle, right? So he never got the opportunity to learn something because... Before he even got the chance, you know, his parents broke their parents broke his parents broke it off, mm-hmm. and didn't allow him the opportunity to see what a healthy relationship looked like. So he went on trying to figure it out on his own, and unfortunately, you know, well, I ain't gonna say unfortunately because a child is a blessing. Yeah. But you know, due to his circumstances, it made different moms out of the relationship didn't last. So I don't know, man. I think that. That excuse is just that. It's an excuse. I think it's a cop-out, man. It is a cop-out. Seriously. I didn't have the best example. Both of my parents were in my life, but I was raised mostly by my mom. You know? My dad was there a good amount of my life. Not going to lie. Like, I used to see him. I remember when I was in elementary school, you know, I'd pretty much been bowling all of my life, right? And I was in bowling leagues. Mm -hmm. So my dad would pick me up and my friend Ashley, he would pick us up from school and take us to our bowling matches every other Monday. And the Mondays that he wasn't able to pick us up, like the Mondays that he didn't pick us up, Ashley's parents took us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, my, our parents alternated. And that's that's just one thing that I just, I'm grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that I saw my dad often mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I didn't have the best example of, of two loving parents who loved each other. You know, my parents knew each other since middle school. You know what I'm saying? But things didn't work out between them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm grateful that they were together when they were because I'm here. Mm-hmm. And because of what I didn't see growing up, I mean, I was fortunate enough to, I don't know, figure things out. In a certain way, I mean, granted, I don't have everything figured out, but I have, I think, enough figured out to whenever I do get married, like, that's what I want. I I want a wife. I don't want a baby mama, Mm -hmm. you know, not to tell all my business, but I've had plenty of opportunities to make baby mamas, Mm -hmm. plenty of opportunities, but I didn't. So there has to be somewhere where somebody has to stop these generational curses. We can't keep making baby mamas 
out of these women. As men, we cannot keep doing that. And as women, y'all can't keep not properly vetting these men. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. And I, and I get some people can be chameleons. Like, you, you meet their representative at first and then they change on you. They switch up on you, whatever. I get it. But is that truly the case every time? I don't think so. I don't know, man. I know this isn't really the... the, the <laughs> conversation to go over that you know nah but it's important though it is important so i hope that y'all can understand the, the words that are being said you know as far as that part of relationships when it's spoken yeah i'm just my bad job i'm just really passionate about that subject man and and when i get to whatever level i need to get to of influence mm -hmm. i hope that i can really help us as a people as a collective break that curse. Yeah, me too. I'm tired of it, man. Me too. There's no way that we can really build up our communities without real relationships, without two-parent households, without strong family units. Right. That's right. This is true. So I agree with you, brother, 100%. I'll get off my soapbox, man. <laughs> nah, I understand, man. Nah, it was needed. It was, it was, that's what was supposed to be said. So, hey, man, I appreciate you and I applaud you for actually saying that. No doubt. Again, I'm just, I'm really passionate about it, man. Like, I want to see more marriages, man. I want to see more weddings and, and fewer, like, extravagant baby showers without the title of Mrs. Mm. Or, you know, attached to it. Without husband and wife attached to it. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it there from, from Brandon Geo, the one and only. Most definitely. Take that into account, please. Please. Please, don't invite me to no more baby showers unless y'all married. I'm, I put that on everything. He does not want to go to baby showers, ladies and gentlemen. I put that on everything, especially if y'all turning these baby showers into wedding replacements. Like, I've, oh man, I've seen a lot. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Well, yes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> as far as that part of relationships go, y'all know, know how it goes. But just make sure that for each part of your life, make sure that you have a meaningful relationship to help you out in whatever area it is. Whether it be mentoring, whether it be business, whether it be, you know, in the romantic setting, whether it be, uh, I don't know, it can go into many different areas. But just have meaningful relationships and build them up. Make sure that your character is good going forward so that it will carry you and help you out and cultivate the relationships so that they can be meaningful on both parts. Don't be just... Don't be a taker. Be a giver as well. So that right. it'll it's benefit both ways as well. So ultimately, man, I think that's uh only other thing I could say is, you know, no matter no matter where you are in your life, understand that there's always somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. So, you know, don't be afraid to to ask and find out who somebody is. Never and you know what it's crazy because that that reminds me of the saying is like you're you're the, the sum of your closest friends. Yeah. And I know I've mentioned this before, like you hang around five millionaires, even if you're not one, they're going to force you to elevate to become one. Almost oh, definitely. You'll be surprised at how just talking to somebody who has reached a level of status can just it can just some of their words can just change you or rub off on you. You know, I've yeah. had just I've had literally maybe like 15 minutes with somebody who I knew was a millionaire. Their words have stuck with me to this day. 
So I think that's that's true. So try to try your best to get around some people who have achieved something that is where or in the area of which you are trying to go. Mm-hmm. I think that's big. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, the power of relationships. Don't forget them. Don't forsake them. Understand that you need them and uh, that they're important in every area of your life. It's a ship, remember, a relationship. Facts. Don't let your ship sink. If you can help it, do not let your ship sink. And uh, I know we touched on like romantic relationships briefly Mm -hmm. this episode, but we definitely want to expand on that a little bit more because, again, so many people, when they hear the word relationship, they think of a union. Yeah. You know, they think of like a husband and wife again or boyfriend, girlfriend type relationship. They don't necessarily think about a business relationship or friendship, Mm -hmm. you know. Those are still relationships. Yeah, they are. So, yeah. um, Maybe next week. Maybe next week we can cover romantic relationships. Possibly. Possibly. I think that that could be definitely something to hit on. We need... Y'all let us know. We need some gems on that Hit us up. DM us. Comment down below if you're watching us on YouTube. Let us know what topics you want to hear us talk about. But I definitely think we should cover, uh, you know, different aspects of relationships. But I definitely think that we should cover a different aspect of relationships. Um, just because I mean they're they're multiple kinds. They are. That's so, true. I mean, if yeah, let's get some people to think in a different way about them that maybe will help them in the future before getting into them or whatever kind of relationship it is. Facts. So I think that's true. That could be the one. Yeah, that could be the one. But you know, we all right. That was the that was our entree. What time is it? What time is it? <laughs> I say, what time is it? <laughs> it's time to get that dessert, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Didn't you have cheesecake a couple weeks ago? Hey, man, you can never have too much cheesecake. You ain't even bring me a slice. Uh, hey, I'm not going to forget that. Next time, after next time, I got you. Next time, after next... Bo- gotcha. What does that even mean? You know, don't worry about it. We're going to talk about it. This guy. <laughs> so... With the dessert, it is time for the answers of the week. And I just want to say for this question that we had last week's episode, which, Mike, what was it? All right. The question from last week was, how do you deal with someone in a position of power who wants to see you fail? And thank you to each and every single one of y'all who responded to the question of the week. We actually put this up as a post on our Instagram. So if you guys aren't following us on Instagram... You better follow us yeah. at Residual Impact Podcast and also follow our backup page at Residual Impact. The one and only. So we had a great number of responses for this one, ladies and gentlemen. And because we had it as a post on our IG, the comments that we received were in great detail and they went pretty, pretty deep. Some, some of the people uh, who responded, they hit you with. Something that'll definitely make you think. And I love the responses that we got. So we may keep uh, doing these question of the weeks in uh, the format of putting up a post. Okay. Because when we do it on the IG story, I mean, you're limited. Yeah. Unless somebody DMs us the answer. But I don't think anybody's ever DM'd me an answer before. Uh, I've gotten a couple. Okay. Just a couple, though. You, you're more popular than I am. <laughs> Relationships. Hey, there you go. You never know when you're going to need them or what you're going to need them for. That's big facts. So, before we actually go over 
y'all's responses. We're going to go ahead and give our own first. So, my answer to the question is, first and foremost, haters are going to hate, no matter what. And I feel like the better you get at something or the more popular you are with something, the more successful you are with something, the more people are going to hate on you. Look at somebody like LeBron. LeBron James, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. I will say that openly, right? But no matter what, there's so many people out there who don't like LeBron. Of course. I even know a friend of mine who I went to middle school with. We still keep in touch to this day. He refuses to call him LeBron. He calls him LeBum. And I know he's not the only one. Right. But it is what it is. He's still a top-tier NBA player, even though he's been in the league for, what, 20 years? Just about? Somewhere like that, since he was 18. Yeah, so... I mean, come on now. LeBron is a top-tier player. Close. And he has... I mean, granted, he's not on Steph Curry's level when it comes to shooting. I get that. He's not on Jordan's level. Close. Uh, Some people would argue that he's on Kobe's level. Close. Some people would say that he's not on Kobe's level. Close. (laughs) (laughs) But I say all of that to say, no matter what, Haters are going to hate. So what I do is do my best to prove them wrong. No matter what. You're going to hate on me regardless. So whether I become more successful or whether I fail, haters are going to hate on me regardless. So I'm just going to do whatever I need to do to make sure I prove them wrong. And if I do fail, I'm going to fail forward. So that way I get up brush my shoulders off, and uh, get back to what it is that I'm doing. That's true. That's it. I think that's, I think that's the best thing to do. I think, for me, that's pretty much what my answer was going to be almost in a way, like just, just killing with success. You know, if somebody wants to see me fail, okay. All right, brother, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to make sure you change that perspective, but um, I, I just use that as fuel. I'm like, okay, you want to see me go down, you want to, okay, I'm going to show you I got something else in mind. Right. And uh, to me, that, that speaks a lot about the other person. So, you know, for me, I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you something that's in me that you clearly are blinded by and can't see and uh, by your own negativity. So, hey, man, look, watch me, watch me win. There you go. You know, and I'm not even going to hate on you in the process. I'm going to be like, I'm just, I'm just looking at you like, I'm just shake my head. That's a mate, brother. <laughs> Could have been up here with me. Right. But yeah, that's my answer. Let's check out the answers that we received from you guys, starting with the real Scorpio King. He said, kill them with success and wish them much more success. Honestly, that aligns with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Kill them with success. I love it. I love it. Next, from Maya Diaz Speaks, she said, they just add fuel to my fire. I let them talk because at the end of the day, people like that are just miserable with themselves. So they want to break everyone down with them. That's true. I let them talk without caring the slightest because realistically, I had no expectations for them in the first place. So I don't even care. I like that. I like that. Those are bars. For real. Next up, we have Q City 11. He said, realize that a limiting belief is not a limiting action. 
Just because someone else thinks you can't do it, they don't see your vision, or they actively work against you, doesn't mean you can't succeed. Realize they have reached their limit and they're trying to hold you to that. You don't get mad at a glass that's full, you get a bigger cup. I like that, that's words of wisdom, my brother. Facts. Shout out to Q City 11 and the Birds of a Feather podcast. Check them out if you're into sports for all things Atlanta Hawks and Atlanta Falcons. And I know you don't like the Falcons, so, you know, we're we going to keep it pushing. <laughs> Nizzy Naya said, I keep a positive attitude and work harder to prove him wrong. That's good. That's good. That's what you got to do, you know? Do what you can to prove the haters wrong. I like that. Fit Ebony said, we're going to have a conversation face-to-face as to why and try to get an understanding. Okay. So that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Like, to just, you know, somebody got a problem with you or if somebody doesn't want to see you succeed, have a conversation with them. That's true. Try to come up with a solution. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. So, also shout out to Fit Ebony. You know, we talked about it in the previous episode. Morning Motivation for the Fit Mind. Her podcast is dope. Check her out. And I believe that was it. Yeah, that was it. So shout out to everybody who answered the question of the week. And we greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you. You know, um, these were some great answers. They were. They were. Yeah. I got I like Q's the best, though. Yeah, Q had uh, some great insight. I, I really like that. I did, too. And Ebony. I did like hers, too. Yeah. like her. But all of y'all answers were amazing. And we always, like always, we appreciate y'all greatly. Bruh. We do. <laughs> Yo. I thought you had one to say. I thought I did, too. But I ain't had nothing else. But I do got the question for this week, though. No, it's not. Come on now with it. So this one, y'all. I was asked... This, I can't take credit for this question. I was asked by a coworker this, and this is just a question that's been sticking with me. So I, I just want to ask everybody else, you know. Drum roll, please. Question of this week is, can guys and girls be platonic friends? And I'm going to throw a little caveat in there. Mm. Can they also be best friends? Mm. That is the question. Don't give it to me now, B. Wait. Don't give it to me. Because I have an answer. I know. I, I definitely have an answer. I know. I know. I, wanna, I really want to hear what you all have to think. I think we're going to get a lot of responses from this one. We better. Because this one, boy. Matter of fact, you know what? The next episode, we, we are going to cover romantic relationships since this is the question. Oh, wow. I, I think we should. It ties That's in perfectly. Perfect. That's perfect. So we need all of you guys to answer, like, yeah. straight up. I, I think they will. This one, this one, this one's going to be one of the ones, right? So yes, ladies and gentlemen, can guys and girls be platonic friends, and can they be platonic best friends? Mm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> so y'all already know how to get at us. You can comment here below. You can DM us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, also on IG, and you can email us at or you can email us at residualimpactpodcast at gmail.com. And did I miss any more ways to get in contact with us, B? No, I think you covered all bases, man. Uh, IG at Residual Impact Podcast or Residual Impact. We have two. 
And uh, Twitter, residual impact. Yep. That's that's it. And then the email. That's it. You know, we got it. And the comment section below is always popping, always working. Of course. So make sure you guys watch us on YouTube. Don't forget to click that subscribe button and hit that bell notification so you never miss an upload from us. And um, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed the previous content that you know we gave y'all last week. I'm going to drop the bloopers three video on New Year's Eve. So I hope you guys are looking out for that. I hope y'all enjoy it because it's full of nothing but bloopers. I'm even taking bloopers from this episode. So I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Whatever didn't make the cut for this episode, you guys will see it in the bloopers video. So that's all I pretty much have to say on that. Mike, what you got for us? Anything else, brother? Nah, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. I am about to get ready to go see Spider-Man. Can't wait. You haven't seen it yet? I saw it weeks ago. Hey, brother, don't say nothing, brother. Please don't say nothing. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. The movie's been out for a while. It's okay, brother. They were sold out, and I waited. I saw it twice already. Hey, man, how you do that? Well, because you got it cheap the first time, man. I got it cheap the second time, too. See what I'm saying? I got a code from uh, somebody else who had T-Mobile, man, and hey. I got a movie ticket for $4. Hey, man, I don't want to hear that. Look, I'm about to pay over here full price. But I'm literally paying almost like four of your tickets that you done bought already. $16? Yeah. Going out to the mall. So, yeah, don't spoil nothing for me. I wish I could see it in IMAX, though, but it's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, brother, I'm about to go enjoy this movie. I guess. So, B, you going to close them out? Yeah. Um, so, what happens in Spider-Man? No way. Starting with the very first scene. Uh, we'll catch y'all later on to the next episode. <laughs> Thank y'all. So we're going to tune in. We're going to tune in next episode. <laughs> like, as always, yo. <laughs> hey, real quick. Happy New Year to you guys. You know what I'm saying? The next time y'all see us will be in 2022. Yes. And we hope that each and every single one of y'all have a safe, safe New Year's Eve. And a safe New Year's Day. Please do not get behind that wheel if you've been out partying and drinking. There's Uber, there's Lyft, there's a designated driver for a reason. Let's keep it that way. Yes. Please be careful. Let's stay alive out here in these streets, ladies and gentlemen. Real talk, real talk. With that being said, you know we can't leave without saying where you are today is a residual outcome of the thoughts you had in the past. My name is Brandon Geo. You can follow me on Instagram at Brandon.geo. You can follow me at J underscore Mike Moore. And that's on all platforms. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.